0: Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. That I got tongue tied. Fine podcast audience, episode 89.
1: 89. How
0: close are we to 100?
1: 11.
0: We're 11 That's away. Just
1: math. He <laughs> <Math. laughs> can do
0: math. Math. <laughs> math. And, and, and I,
2: act, I say that like it matters. Or as they say in the rest of the world, maths.
1: Yes. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you have so many maths. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs>
2: I haven't been to other parts of the world yet, so I, yeah, I didn't know that. A they, world they, traveler. Yeah, I'm not a world traveler, but I have traveled some. And He's a man I've of the world. watched
1: Canadian television. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> just saying, that's, that's how they say it. I know. So Better than man. I also have a really, really good friend who is Canadian, so he doesn't say it that way. He does not enjoy Canada. and uh-huh. so does not. Does He's not here. He's here.
0: Okay. So, so that's, yeah. that's probably
1: one. There you go. So,
2: so.
0: All right. So, uh, today, as I promised last week, we got a question somebody sent us, and uh, a question I don't think anybody's ever asked me before. Maybe. I don't think so. So, uh, we'll see what what we can do with this one. But before we do, uh, something... You
2: promised a little fun.
0: I had right, a little fun, and, and it was... Yeah, I stumbled upon this, and I just thought, as soon as I saw it, I thought... Oh, I got to talk to Ed and Nathan about this. Well, Um,
1: I'm glad you thought.
0: I did think of you immediately. I literally just saw this minutes before we came in here to take. And so it's very fresh, and I don't don't have a whole lot.
1: off the presses.
0: Hot off the presses. I don't have a lot of stuff to read about it. I'm just telling you that something out there exists that I found absolutely hilarious that I think you also will find hilarious. I will
1: just Uh, say, Jason. Yes. This is what is destroying social media. Someone who just read one thing did, and I is did. sharing it. They don't know if it's real. I did, I saw, I, I, I did see a conversation with someone on Facebook recently. That that's what that They shared something mm-hmm. and someone came out and was like, you know, this has been debunked. And they said, I don't read the articles. I only read the headlines. It's not my job. I, and they said this in a very defensive wow. sense. I thought, well, good for you. <laughs> admitting, I don't actually I'm going to become
2: anything. the person that goes, I don't read the headlines, the article. I look at the picture and determine what I want to yes. out of the picture. I look at
1: the picture with one one eye close if i sort of get it then it's fine i stare into the sun moments before look down with my blurred vision if it looks good so
0: it. here's the deal i did read this article okay. okay i did go to the website to verify that this is real i just want to and say it, say it that, is uh, out there uh, a of, lot the of
2: three of us out. you are the
1: expert i am oh, that's true probably in most things
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is whatever that means okay so here's here's my question um you know, we have a, a a chain of restaurants in our in our great country uh, that are it's only one very very popular. Oh, okay. It's very very popular, especially around these parts, especially among our brothers and sisters in in Christ, who really really love oh, fried I know chicken. What you mean. Uh, the Waffle House.
2: Chicken. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry. so that would be popular among me. Gotcha. Sorry. Okay.
0: And full disclaimer my, my daughter also is employed by Chick fil A. Okay.
1: So, okay. Then Hang on. You Conflict of interest. Yeah, Jason yeah. can't talk about Conflict this. Conflict of uh-huh. interest.
0: I don't like this. So, all right. So, Chick fil A. W- Chick fil A. So, what we also know about Chick fil A is Christian
2: Chicken is coming to our podcast they sponsored have a,
0: by Chick fil A. Not really. <laughs> we also know that they have a very distinct business model. Wherein they do not serve their chicken on certain day of the week.
1: Oh, on I a Sunday on certain types on of a bread. a certain uh, day of I the week. <laughs> week. <laughs> all right, let's this is all a part of the setup. Anti flat Play along. This okay. is all a part of the setup. Not serving. They on do not Sunday.
0: serve their chicken on Sundays, and they have their reasons for that. But uh, to the to the uh, to the people out there who may not be. Exactly, the greatest fans of Chick Fil A in sure. that they have that business model, but they do like to eat the chicken. Yeah, okay. that poses a problem.
2: Yeah, there's a black market for Chick Fil A. Okay, there is now a. This
0: is true. There is now a group uh, of a business model out there. They have created a business model that if you will put in a a request during the week, uh, they will send you a link on like Friday or Saturday, and if you happen to be in their certain Uh, there are certain delivery zones that they're going to have around the country that they will bring you a freshly warmed up by a chef version of a Chick-fil-A sandwich on Sunday.
2: All right. All right. So I can either have a Chick-fil-A on Saturday that was cooked by a 16-year-old high school student. Yes. (laughs) Or I can have a professional chef cook me on Sunday. The or, well, he's not or cooking me, it. No, no, he, no, 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 no. He, he put you it, it in the microwave.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs>
2: they are going. What the? What they're
0: going to do is they're going to go buy up a bunch of Chick fil A sandwiches, right? And then on Sunday they say a chef is going to warm it up in a very, uh, I don't know, chefy, chef-y he's kind he's of way. Right. And if they're going to
2: cut it in little pieces and put a sauce around. it. I don't know. <laughs> but
0: they're going to bring it to you, and they, they promise it will be as tasty and fresh as if you bought it. The day um, before. Now, okay. now here's p-
1: poke okay. holes in their business model. What would stop, I don't know, me <laughs> <laughs> from going to Chick-fil-A on Saturday, buying it, and putting it in my oven?
2: I don't think anything don't think is stopping you. But I here's, think that's the first thing. You are not a chef. <laughs> what
1: stops me from calling myself a chef? Mm. Uh,
0: maybe your cooking ability. I don't know. <laughs> Now, I haven't yet shared with you, the, to me, the funniest part of this. It's, it's put This business is uh, by a group known as MSCHF, which is a- Mississippi. No. Oh. If you look at it, it's read Mischief. Uh. This is the same company that uh, did the Satan Shoes. You remember that? Uh. Oh, They yeah. They like to troll Christian businesses uh. and stuff. Uh. And here's the kicker. The chicken sandwich that you buy that you get on Sunday costs (laughs) $6.66. (laughs) Ah.
2: All right. That's pretty ingenious on their part. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah.
1: They're
0: they're being really, really clever. If you go to the website, which if you want to see it, it is mschfsundayservice.com. Sunday
1: service. I like that.
0: And what's funny is when you go to the landing page, it throws up and it says, shouldn't, you know... Christian chicken be served on Sundays and then the two uh, options are hell no ah. <laughs> or heaven yes or something he- something like that and no matter which one you click you go to the same website
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then it brings up this thing and it says when do you want your chicken and you know and you click it and you order it and then it tells you the whole process and then they promise if you wind up in because i guess they've got people out there trying to buy up a bunch of chicken on saturday chick-fil-a on saturdays they'll bring it to you and deliver is it to you. Is this
1: available in our region where is this well
0: available? I, I didn't go that deep into it nathan i don't know if that's available but you, i will say this we got more chick-fil-a's in any part of the country so i would
2: think so maybe or we right
0: could near the head we should try it we should people think we're going to go to hell for this but (laughs) we're going to we should try it and see if we could get uh chick-fil-a on sundays through this new service
2: I just think it would be hilarious. But. I think it would be hilarious if we were sponsored by mischief. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're kind of opposite of what we are. I know, but, but I'm constantly looking for sponsors. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> that's true. Get some, get some chicken. I don't mean constantly. I mention it occasionally. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: But anyway, it well, it really is a it really is a joke kind of business. But, oh, yeah. but, but, but they're probably they, really going to sell them. They really are going to sell and there's nothing to stop them from no, doing that. Um, I wouldn't think
2: so. You wouldn't. Think.
1: From warming up a previously, <laughs> <business>. <laughs> we will yeah, I mean, we will bring you warmed up chicken sandwich. Here is sandwiches. a twenty four hour old Chick fil A you can have. the The context of it makes more sense of the business model yes. because because I kept thinking what what does that mean? A chef is going to warm it up. What does a chef do that the rest of us can't do? <laughs> Tell me the temperature you set your oven to and how long you have to heat it up. Yes, yeah. he doesn't have some he doesn't have some blow torch. He's we actually have
2: a chef, a real chef that watches. We our list. vegan mm-hmm. chef, yeah, yeah, and maybe he could tell us what potentially a chef could do hmm. that I couldn't do a warm with up a, a Chick Fil A. Yeah, but he probably wouldn't warm up a Chick Fil A for me because he's a vegan chef. No, but I'd, I'd love bet, for him to give me a vegan version of the Chick Fil
1: A. I bet sandwich. he can. They have that. Is it uh, saitan? Is that the one that's like a, it's like a wheat um, version of tofu? It's made out of huh. wheat, but it shreds like chicken okay right? it's like a it's, gl- well, it's all Im- gluten i know the so, impossible yeah. Yeah.
2: the impossible company has does have impossible chicken now okay. yes
1: yeah this stuff this stuff i think I, someone can remind me i can't remember if that's what it is if,
2: so if you're a vegan can you eat chicken that's not chicken but made to look like chicken i'm sure you can yeah oh
1: yeah I, mm-hmm. if it's not made of
0: chicken or an animal it's product. not an
1: animal product okay so it's wondering. not an animal product yeah. Oh, maybe that's what this is. Oh, that's a good point, Joel. That's a really good point. Is Satan from Satan? (laughs) Probably. That's a good point. I don't know if you know this either, but
2: so does Santa. Yeah. Santa also is much... That's what they told me growing up. You know what today? What did you hear? There's a shortage of Santas this year because of COVID. (laughs) <laughs> that uh they are they, I know. children well, don't <laughs> lose
1: hope COVID did not Santa. Your Santa.
2: that uh they have already the in the atlanta area i heard this this morning they have already booked all the santas that they wow. know of and they don't normally do that have them all until december but because of the age of most of their santas Wow. In which, the list of- Which is
1: ageless. Yeah. You know? Uh, in, in the list of ridiculous things that parents have to say to their kids, I want to see that thing of, well, honey, Santa's old. He has pre-existing <laughs> conditions, so he can't come out during COVID. Or there
2: there will be some people saying, the China flu. <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: take the- don't. Uh. No. Yeah. Okay. Santa did not buy
2: into the conspiracy.
1: That's
0: right. You look at all the wonderful bits of information <laughs> you get from listening to
1: us talk. That's right. I will say I did find out Satan, not Satan, as Joel pointed Joel out, pointed out. Is, is, it S- is made from gluten. It's, uh, it's, it's a It's made from food. gluten? Yeah, it's made it's made from gluten, the main For all gluten. you
2: that wanted gluten-free, yeah, we've taken all of this. that and we made it into another thing. I
1: believe it's Japanese in, in origin, but it... Uh, Anyway, but yeah, I've seen videos where they do this, and basically you cook like a thing. It looks like bread, but then you can, the way that the texture is, you can shred it up, and you can make, and it looks like a rotisserie chicken on the inside, and it has the hmm. same texture, and huh. you can flavor it to, to to taste such ways, but I have not done that yet, but uh, anyway. Well, all right. It's very interesting.
2: Speaking of Satan.
1: Good oh, segue. <laughs> there go.
0: Nice segue. And yes. We planned it. Our question is about
2: Satan. Mm. That
0: old SNL re- yeah. uh, reference that nobody gets. Okay, so here's uh, uh, our listener uh, wants to know uh, something about demons and Satan. Okay, so here's the question for today. They want to know, did anybody in the, in the Old Testament have the spiritual power to cast out demons like Jesus and the apostles did in the New Testament? My thinking is the, their premise is based on the fact that they don't see anybody doing it
2: in the Old Testament. Right.
0: Which is technically true,
2: yeah, then, and I'll just say whoever came up with this question, this is a question I had never ever thought about.: wow. n- I, me,
1: me neither: I've never
2: ever had that
1: thought before. Nope. okay, so I did not directly have an answer to this question other than huh <laughs> hmm. so, yep. so
0: I did, and I hate to use this word right now because we've made such fun of it, but I did a little research. <laughs> Which means I I, read the article. I read one headline.
2: No,
1: I I looked at a picture, Uh,
2: (laughs) and it looked good to me. So,
1: okay, I ate some Satan chicken. Yes, there was an
2: actual photo of Moses casting out.
0: (laughs) So, uh, uh, there's a scholar out there um, that I do not recommend most people dive into. (laughs) <laughs> not because he doesn't have good stuff. Uh, Uh-oh, just... Jason getting a takedown. Uh-huh. This is a hot take. That's my hot take okay. right there. <laughs> he, not because he doesn't have good stuff to, to say, sure. but I, I think it – he gets off in the weeds often
2: a lot. His um, name has been removed for legal no, reasons. No, I'll tell you his name <laughs> okay. because I think
0: he's great. I think he's done a lot of good work, especially in the Old Testament area and in helping us understand how the Old Testament uh, foreshadows a lot of the things we read in the New Testament. Sure. It's just really, really thick and really, really deep. Yeah, and very I wouldn't heady, want any. Yeah. And, and not, not practical ooh, Not for the common person. Because mm. I'm telling you, I tried for a little bit and I enjoyed some of his stuff, but then it just got, okay, over my head. Anyway, his name's Michael Heiser. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff. He's out. He's got a YouTube channel. You can watch his stuff. Um, he he's he's straight up. I think he's a good scholar. Um, but he had some stuff to say about this that I thought was interesting. And it's stuff that, again, in the end, I, I don't think this has a whole lot of bearing on our following of Jesus. <laughs> but it's interesting stuff to sure. know. Right. So, and our questioner wants to know. So, one of the points that he made, when I, I heard him talk about this very thing, is. Uh, he said, you know, you're right. He said the, the power to drive out demons was not something practiced very much in the Jewish world, in the Old Testament world. Um, however, he said it's not explicitly written in the text. But tradition in the Jewish tradition and the scholars and the rabbis back in, in those days, had uh, they had categorized the Psalms into certain Psalms would be used for different purposes,
2: okay? Mm. Right.
0: So some would be strictly for worship, others for prayer, supplication, all of those kinds of... Lament, all of those things. And he said, and not very well known is the fact that some rabbis had categorized certain psalms to be used for the driving out of demons. Right. For the the spiritual warfare, as we like to call it. Um, And so he said, and all of them were psalms of David. Uh, and that they, David had written these psalms for the purpose of prayers that would help in this area. Okay, so among the Old Testament scholars, they believed that, you know, the Jewish rabbis believed that David had that power from God that was given to him. He said, which then, of course, led them to the, to the uh, teaching that when Messiah would come, who they would, of course, refer to as the son of David coming through David's line, he would not only possess that power but would then have it even greater.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: So when Jesus comes on the scene, one of the first things he begins to do is this spiritual warfare, casting out of demons, and that was, to that culture, that was a big, huge sign, a big, huge symbol of saying, I'm I'm the son of David, the Messiah you've been waiting for, who has power to cast out demons like nobody before me and no one since. Mm-hmm. And so again, that and then his his giving that uh, authority to his disciples was just an extension of that, right? Because we all know that the 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 signs that Jesus did, the miracles that Jesus did, they weren't just for the purpose of what was being done.
2: That's right. They were signs. Right.
0: They were all signs. That's what Jesus calls them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. These signs that you see. Like, that's right. You know, like that passage when John the Baptist asked, you know, are you the Messiah or we should wait for somebody else? And he said, well, you go tell John this. And he just lists out all the things he does. Right, mm-hmm. that's right. And he uses that as one of them. That's right. You know, I'm casting out demons, you know, the blind see, the the lame walk, blah, 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 the whole thing, and then the good news is being preached to the poor. Are you tell him that. All of those things that he lists in that list of the things he has done and is doing were signals to that culture of, this right. is what Messiah is going to do. That's right. And so the new the new has come, you know, the, the one you've been waiting for, I'm him, you don't need to wait anymore. So um, so did anyone in the Old Testament have that spiritual power? So that that's your answer. That was a tradition among the Old Testament uh, the scholars of that day. Um, but then... Of course, Jesus came and completely fulfilled that.
2: Yeah. With that said, do we know of a specific instant? I can't give you a specific instance, but I I don't have any reason to doubt what Michael Heiser just said. No, I don't either. I mean, I don't have any reason, but if you're asking where in the Old Testament do you see it, well, you don't. You don't. It yep. comes
0: from it comes from extra biblical yeah,
2: like readings. The, I'm guessing the Talmud and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the the writings of the the rabbis and right. the teachings that that you don't get specifically from the Old Testament. Yeah, but and and a lot of. Tradition that comes through that, that he, of course, has studied and scholars like him have studied. And then you take all of those pieces and you can put them all together and you see all of this, which is, again, like I said, it's good stuff. It's interesting. It's intellectually stimulating, I guess. But in the end, it doesn't have a whole lot of bearing on us today. Yeah. So.
2: It's always interesting to me, and I remember, I can't remember when I first heard this, and I'm probably going to quote it because this is not something I've spent a lot of time on. That all throughout the Old Testament, there are hundreds of years where there are no miraculous kind of things yes, mentioned. Yes, that's you right. Know, that Absolutely. It's very brief periods by very specific people mm-hmm. uh, that have that later there are messy imp- and it kind of point backs to, you know, Elijah, Elisha, yep. you know, those kind of Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there aren't just all the time miracles in the Old Testament.
1: No. Well, and don't you think, uh, you and I talked about this, Jason, a little bit off air before we started, but a lot of what this is, and I think when we approach the Bible, and this maybe goes to the book that I know we're going to discuss, I guess, next yeah. week on the podcast, but when we approach the Bible as if what it is is primarily a reference book that has topics, and uh, I have a glossary in the back, and so I want to know about demon possession, mm-hmm. and then I go to this, and it gives me 32 verses to go mm-hmm. to, and I now I know about demon possession because I read the story of Jesus Casting out someone demon. When we do that, we are misunderstanding the purpose of the Bible. And when I think that what the what what the Bible is trying to do is to help me fully grasp and understand everything God does and will do, I think that's a misreading of it. Because we often we were talking about this beforehand. Often these biblical writers, even people uh, post Jesus in the New Testament, like Paul and them, you can see them almost fumbling around to try and describe what Jesus has done. We saw Jesus die on the cross, and we know because Jesus died on the cross, something has happened that has reconciled us back to God. But then Paul uses all these different kinds of metaphors Images and, to and pictures, what happened. and we often take those pictures and go, ah, that's what it is. Hmm. That's exactly it. But I don't think that's what Paul's doing. I don't think when you talk about even in these Old Testament examples, they're trying to say this thing that happened is precisely what god was up to it's almost as if they're saying we are running to catch up with what god is doing oh yeah we are recording and you see that all over the book of acts which we did uh talked about the book of acts uh, i don't know a couple uh, maybe a series ago where it's not that you see people controlling god and calling god to do things you they they're seeing the holy spirit do things and they go okay, I guess that's what the Holy Spirit's up to. That's so we right. got to catch up with this. And so I think that's important to understand where this may be helpful. This kind of knowledge may be helpful is to better understand what people who saw Jesus and they see Jesus cast out demons. Cause we do know at other times it says, Hey Jesus, other people are casting out demons in your name. What, mm-hmm. what do we do about that? And mm-hmm. Jesus is like, well, if they're not for, I mean, they're not against us. They're, you know, they're for mm-hmm. us. And that's not really like a academic answer to the question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That often we come to these things with these very academic questions to a text that sometimes is just telling us a, a story well, about something for, God did. Yeah,
2: that's right, and it, and we even say it when we teach around here. Uh, you know, this is a biography of Jesus, but it's really not a. You know, <laughs> they they don't start in typical biography form. Right, they're not trying to tell. The complete mm-hmm. history of right. his life, yep. uh, and John, even in his account, mm-hmm. says there are many other things I could tell you. I just decided these were the. All, this is all you need yeah. to accomplish the purpose that Jesus came for, which is that you believe and you have life in His name. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to tell you everything about yeah. Jesus.
1: Well, and it's why we have four. They're often uh, highlighting different aspects of Jesus' yeah. ministry. I remember,
2: and even the Old Testament to look and think we have. All the ancient... And I've heard people say things like this when you talk to them about other things. They go, everything I need to know is in the Bible. Well, okay. But you can't even understand all the ancient world that the Bible was written to right. by just reading the Bible. You must read some other things to understand the world it was written to so you can understand what the Bible is saying about the world it was written to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, But everything you need to know about Jesus... Jesus is in yes. the... Yeah. You're good.
2: The, yeah. Yeah. In fact, if you just read those documents or you have someone read them to you or you just understand them.
0: Well, and let's be clear. There were lots and lots of Christians before there was of the Bible.
2: Right. right. <laughs> and there are a lot of Christians in our world right now that have never had a Bible. Exactly. Yes.
0: So there must be more to it than just knowing the Bible. So Yeah.
2: It's ultimately about knowing Jesus as yeah. we constantly coming back to. Yep. And God has the ability to do that without written text.
0: Really? Okay. <laughs> now, that, that'll be a discussion for another day. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what we got for this week. Next week, we're going to jump back into the book, How Not to Read How the Bible. How to Read the Bible. We're going to tackle some misperceptions of Things topics. Things people,
2: all, you know, the ultimate point of that book is that sometimes reading the Bible can destroy your faith mm-hmm. if you do not read it correctly. And uh, there are things in the Bible that often people who've not spent much time in it, they're shocked when they see them and they become roadblocks. And so we're going to talk about some of those problems.
0: So some hot topics over the next few weeks. Yeah. There you go. That'll make you you come back right there. (laughs) Okay. So we'll see y'all next week. Have a great one.
2: Bye.